0: You're listening to the Saturday Open Mic here at MutinyRadio.fm. We've got comics. They want to entertain you with their jokes. Uh, Set lengths are divided among the number of comics that come right now. It looks like we have eight on the sign-up sheet. And your first comic is ready to go. Oh, before uh, I tell you that, uh, you know you have a minute when I honk the horn. That means you have a minute there. And uh, you'll just, you know and it feels like and wrap it up. It's all good. We got the we got the list a lot of pre-signs today and still have room on the list. Everything's great. You guys are all on there. Yep, yep. Everybody's everybody's in. Strap yourselves in everybody. It's the Saturday open mic. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We'll be back in just a sec. Now you're fine. at the saturday open mic at mutiny radio thanks for being here we've got the comics rolling in and we're audience for each other be cool pay attention be nice thanks for donating two to five dollars for hanging out at mutiny radio the podcast will be available after and you can listen to your jokes yay and you can hear all that wonderful crowd feedback of everybody telling you and clapping with their hands how amazing you are Put your hands together for your first comic of the afternoon. Everybody, it's Michael Satumba!
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good? Good. Glad the kids are here. So for my language, I'm um, just, okay, that's cool. Um, people say I look like Manny Pacquiao. If, if he got into surfing. <laughs> but he's a big role model of mine. Um, another role model of mine is Bruce Lee. You guys, you guys know Bruce Lee? Yeah. I've been a big fan ever since I was Asian. You know, been a big fan of his. Um... A lot of people say I look like a poor international student. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> and a lot of people also say I look like I major in nursing. Yeah. A lot of people are racist, you know? <laughs> My mom maj- majored in nursing, though. Um, yeah, a lot of people say I don't look black, which I don't get, because I got a big dick. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Asian. I got a little dick. Um, But I think it was Shakespeare, or I think it was Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey had the quote. I think it was Shakespeare. Uh, Humor is found in brevity, like brevity as in the little things, like my little dick. (laughs) Give it up if you have a small dick. All right. God hates liars. Um, (laughs) Um, But yeah, I grew up in the Philippines. I grew up on a farm with my grandpa, actually. And he always said that native chicken tasted better than supermarket chicken, which I don't get. I think they taste kind of the same. But like, there's a lot of things better at the supermarket than the farm. Like Cheetos and Lay's are better at the supermarket. Hot Pockets are better at the supermarket. And it would just take a while to make cheese, right? At the farm. But I like making cheese. Um, So one day, I I went to the supermarket and I got some, some supermarket chicken. And I served it to my grandpa, chicken adobo, and he, he ate it and then he spit it out. I'm like, Phew. Michael, is this fucking from the supermarket? Like how how do you how do you know, grandpa? Like, do you have chicken powers you wanna tell me? It's like, no, it's it's not I don't recognize the leg. It's not Bobby's leg. Me and Bobby work out. <laughs> they worked out. Um, but it's not all chicken farms in the Philippines. There's a lot of there's a lot of malls, and me and my mom went to a mall, and she got a Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton bag for $500, the cheap kind, you know. And right before Christmas. I don't know why she did it right before Christmas. I thought that was pretty stupid. Um, but we were driving back home, and in, the, in, the, in Manila, it was really traffic, and I got dizzy. I told my mom, like, Mom, I'm dizzy. And then and I wanted to throw up. And then my mom told me to smell my hand sanitizer, or her hand sanitizer, the Bath and Body Works edition, like the Sunshine and Lemons one, to prevent me from throwing up. And so he, she, she said that it would prevent me from throwing up. I thought it was bullshit. But lemons and oranges are like the same thing, right? Like, except a lemon is just yellow. Like, comparing oranges to oranges, not apples to oranges. Like, why can't fruit be compared? I don't even get that saying, but anyways, I ended up throwing up on her Louis Vuitton bag anyways, and ended up getting nothing for Christmas that year. Got grounded, too. The fuck? Um, But I remember my first Christmas in the Philippines. I mean, in America, because we don't really have a concept of Santa Claus in the Philippines. Like, when a man is walking through your house in the middle of the night, he's probably looking for your chickens. So I was just super excited, I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. I went downstairs, got some supermarket string cheese, and I saw this fat ass walking through the living room. And I ran upstairs, I told my mom, like, mom, I think Santa Claus is looking for our chickens. And then my mom said, Michael, this is America. We don't have chickens. This isn't the Philippines. This is America. And being this is America, we got robbed, like, the night before Christmas. That's how I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. I'm at Black Santa, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, my family lives in SoCal right now, and I miss them. Like, the last movie you watched as a family was Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. You guys watched Winnie the Pooh growing up? Yeah. Imagine if they were in the hood, like, where you get those honeys at, Pooh? What's your pronouns, Piglet? Where you hopping to be, Rabbit? What's up, my tigger? <laughs> Let me that fat ass, Eeyore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what keeps me up at night. Um, I'm just kidding. I kind of fall fast asleep. I take sleeping pills. I'm just kidding. I jack off. <laughs> All right, guys, that's my time. Give it up for your other comics. <laughs> Woo!
0: Michael Satumba, Manny Pacquiao's long-distant cousin. Having trouble with the punches. <laughs> but hunch. Your next comedian, what a doll he is uh, wearing his. Well, I'm not even going to mention it. I love how you have a bunch of different colored ones for all your outfits now. I'm so impressed. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Cody Abe.
2: To you, uh, Filipinos were short, but like, not this short. Okay. Uh, so we got got kids here, I always lived doing comedy in front of kids uh, <laughs> so yeah you, well, they're having a good time, yeah, you know you can kind of you look into their eyes you know if they're having a good like you, as a parent like you look into your kids' eyes, you know if they're like if they're like high like you'll know like right like if they're tired if they want you need to go to bed or if they're Asian like you you can tell if that's your kid <laughs> right, like, look at me, I'm Asian right uh yeah yeah so uh disney plus recently came out right um <laughs> there's like a there's, now there's like a kind of a video on demand turf war going on and that's crazy like i was i was with my friend once and or like earlier today and we we're talking about the streaming service he's like dude i, I think i'm gonna cancel my netflix subscription and i'm like dude you can't do that like that's crazy uh, i depend on you to watch an, all all the comedy specials that are coming out these days and He's like no, I think I'm going to do it. And uh I I I try to I did my best to convince him that that was a bad idea because he was like I, the, the Disney Plus is great, man. Uh I'm like, dude, come on, Netflix, you got to keep Netflix, dude. You really have to So we started scrolling through Netflix and I'm like, "See, look, Peaky Blinders, dude, I've never watched that show y- either, but uh you can say it like Peaky Blinders every time you see it and that's that's good enough to keep Netflix, right? You Just look at it. oh, it's he's, oh, he's peaky blind as, <laughs> or uh, I guess you can, <laughs> he's like Stranger Things or whatever. I guess that's cool. But uh, eventually, we got to a show that uh, <laughs> that I saw is the, the Toys That Made Us, right? Uh, immediately, I saw that I was like, that this is the this is the perfect show to 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 show my case in this because. What an idea, right? The toys that made us. You see like a Chucky doll sewing in uh an arm to a torso like this you're going to be just like me. <laughs> like it's like the reverse Pinocchio, you know? Like it's the opposite of Disney Plus, but it's better. <laughs> but um so I just it ended up being a documentary about 90s toys, which is not something that you want to watch but I, it's it's all it is is cashing in on the nostalgia of 90s toys you know you you have like the the power ranger like i i watched the power ranger episode where they talked about the power the power ranger toys became one of the most popular franchises of toys in, in the history and it, it it was obvious that they spent a lot way too much money on the power ranger footage Because halfway, like, you know how they do that thing in documentaries where they'll play footage and then they'll cut to somebody talking. So, like, they'll play footage and they cut to, like, the Blue Ranger. They played footage, they cut to, like, the person that, the the CEO of uh, Saban or whatever, the, the toy manufacturing company. I knew it got to a point, I knew it got way too ridiculous when they played, uh footage, and then they cut to a guy, and then his credit was collector. Like, that's all he was. It was just a collector of Power Ranger toys, which, by the way, is uh, really creepy, but all he said was, like, the Power Ranger toys were a force to be reckoned with, and you could have paid somebody less money to say that than it probably was to fly out a crew to his house with that creepy collection of Power Rangers in the background. Like, what, like, so... Basically, what I'm saying is that now I, I uh, I'm okay with him canceling his Netflix Netflix subscription because it's not really worth it. Like the quality of their shows really has dropped. they yeah. you, you ever you ever see a a thing and like you're just like, yeah, my favorite YouTuber probably could have done a better job on this series as a whole. I don't <laughs> I don't know what, where that where where they were going, where they're trying to their goal with making this was. So anyway, I uh, so I was just like, yeah, okay, I see your point. Let's go watch Phineas and Ferb now, dude. I think that's better. That's a better option for us to so just cash in on that nostalgia. Um, I recently got back into skateboarding uh, after five year a five year break. And uh, shortly after I realized I wasn't good enough to go to get back into it in the first place, I, uh, I just picked up a new hobby that's really dangerous. Like you pick up a hobby like woodworking in five years, you're going to make a table. I picked up skateboarding in five years. I'm going to be crippled uh, at the rate that I'm going. I've, I've fallen a lot <laughs> uh, earlier today. Actually, I had a pretty bad tumble. I tried to ollie up a curb. Uh, that's when, like, you kind of hop up on a curb, and I, f- I fell. I scraped my knee. I uh, it was really, it hurt a lot. And uh, the beauty about skateboarding, though, is that you can, you can learn from your mistakes and and be able to see what you did wrong and try to get it right next time. So I, uh, wh- what I could have done. So imagine me on my skateboard, right. I, what I could have done was, as I was approaching the curb, is uh, get off my skateboard and walk up the curb. That's what I could have done. That's the the option that I should have taken. As a normal human being, uh, but I tried to look cool, and I ate it in front of a lot. It was embarrassing. there was a lot of people there that I that I fell in front of, uh, <laughs> and this was one guy who was like, "Are you okay?" And all I said was, "It, it happens." As I'm lying on the ground, and <laughs> because it, it, it it's weird. Like you're on a skateboard, like I like people see somebody on a skateboard, you automatically kn- think that they know what they're doing. They're not. They don't know. They're they're afraid. They're more afraid of you than you are of them (laughs) as a skateboarder. Uh, I'm not good at skateboarding. Uh, Anybody want to buy a skateboard? Uh, What else? I guess that's all I really wanted to talk about. Thank you, everybody. Cody Abe
0: kick flipping his way into everyone's hearts, one ollie at a time. Your next comedian, clap those meat paws together for Kyle Morrissey.
3: This
4: feels like a PTA meeting. All right, cool. Um, I, uh, I started a new job recently. I've been talking about it a lot in my stand up, and I'm figuring out other things I want to want to say about it. And uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like a, it's a manual labor job. It's my first like physical job. I did uh, the corporate thing for a couple of years and uh, noticed that I didn't I didn't fit in very well with corporate culture uh, because there's this thing called optics in corporate culture, which means, you know, uh, it means how you look is more important than what you do. And that always confused me. Kind of made me like the alcoholic detective of the office where I was like, look, I know my methods are unconventional and I work outside the law, but damn it, I get results. Like, so why can't I drink at my desk at 11am on a Wednesday? You know, like I busted that ring of pedophiles, you know, like, what do you mean this is an online marketing job? <laughs> Whoa, I'm wasted. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I actually, I don't think I got fired because I drink. I think I got fired because I didn't drink. When I quit drinking, people were like, you're going to be such a good employee. And then every job I had, people were like, you want a beer? I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. And they're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Um, uh, Like, we don't know how to respond to this. So maybe it's just not a good fit. Yeah. Um, I was never very good with optics. Because I didn't get it. Uh, So now I work in landscaping. And when you're in front of your high school 10 years after you graduated in a yellow construction vest raking up leaves, you're like, you know what? I don't really like these optics. Uh, Can we go down the road half a mile, maybe clip those trees? Like, that sounds better. Um, But... uh, yeah, now when people tell me what I do, I work for like a tree company, where I just like I just clip trees. And now whenever people ask me what I do, my brain is like, just say you're a branch manager. Technically, it's not a lie. Like, <laughs> um, so. But it gives me time to do this, so uh, I've been doing, been, been doing, been doing this. And physically, I feel great. It's hard to hate on a job where you feel great afterwards. Like I like hating on my job. I don't want to actually hate my job. Like that, like that, that, that's a, that's a tough spot to be in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot more comedy lately. I got to do uh, comedy in, in Vegas last weekend, which was a lot of fun. Um, and there's a, it was my first time in Vegas. So I just got to check everything out. And there's this gun range where you can shoot, like, pretty much any gun you want, uh, which I was really excited about. So I was disappointed to realize, like, oh, it's $300. It's a bit much. Like, in my opinion, like... Th- Shouldn't be 300. If you're a white dude, like there should be a pretty steep discount on that. Like it, the owner should be like, just get it out of your system. Like just go, like, like I. It's like when when your parents like look when you're in high school and your parents are like look if you're gonna drink, just drink here. Like we don't want you going out, God knows where. Like that gun owner should be like, look if you're gonna shoot guns, just shoot guns here. Like we don't want you going out, God knows where preschool, church, like, like, San Francisco has sites where, uh, drug addicts can safely shoot heroin. I think we need sites where you can just safely shoot whoever you want. Like, I feel like it would really solve a lot of our problems today. Um, when we were there in, in Vegas, my girlfriend and I were flipping through channels. We're in a hotel room. I don't want you to think we just watch cable. Uh, ew. Uh, but uh, we found Titanic, we ended up watching, oh, that's that's physical, that's physical comedy. I've been working on that lately, I'm not that good at it. Um, but uh, I was watching Titanic and everyone was jumping off a boat, very similar akin to that little child. Um, and and there's a, we got to the scene where, like, there's a large group of men trying to get onto a lifeboat, and there's a deckmate with a gun, like, no, you can't, women and children first. And one of the dudes, like, steps over the line, and the deckmate shoots him, and he dies. And at that moment, my girlfriend asked me, like, if you were on the Titanic, uh, would you have preferred to go down with the ship and froze to death, or would you have gotten shot? I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm in a relationship that challenges me. Um, I thought about it. And going down with the Titanic the way everyone else did that night, freezing and screaming and drowning, sounds like a terrible, terrible way to go. Uh, But to be the one guy who just got shot and died because he was just being an asshole, like, being in one life-threatening situation, the odds of that are already low enough. Like, if you create a whole new situation for yourself and that's what gets you killed, like, that's your fault. Like, you you can't blame the iceberg for that. Like... This guy died because he didn't like the women and children rule. Like, this guy died for being a men's rights activist on the Titanic. Like, he has to deckmate what happened. He'd be like, I don't know. The guy said something about divorce laws being gynocentric, and then he tried climbing into the lifeboat, so I shot him. <laughs> like, um, I wonder what the end of that joke will be. <laughs> I, uh, no, that's it. I'm gonna eat my pupusa. All right. Kyle Morrissey, everyone,
0: eating pupusas and talking about the Titanic, all relatable things. Your next comedian, he just created an app for Mutiny Radio, He's a Badass. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Raul Sudarsan.
5: Yeah. I did do that. I made an app and Pam pays me in weed, which is great. Cause uh yeah okay uh, Last yeah.
0: person to ever have to give me money
5: <laughs> but um yeah pan pays me weed so it's gonna be the first app with neon green lights and only plays Bob Marley soundtrack okay um yeah I want to take this time to like um, just brag about I had the Popeyes chicken sandwich recently oh. yeah I did yeah totally worth dying for totally um like I had like I could die here I'd be happy and but yeah can you believe people are dying for that. They're just, like, animals are fighting. And anyway, when's Black Friday? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, um, do you guys agree that um, when you're like, when you're the guy filming a fight and like, egging the fight on, like, you shouldn't also be the same person like, break it up and stop it. Like, you're making, you're getting something out of the fight. You shouldn't be the one to break it up. Anyway, I think uh, political debates shouldn't have a time limit. I want to see some bloodshed. Okay, I'm work. I'll work on that. Um, yeah, let's do some. Okay, this is a perfect time to work out some kid friendly jokes. Cool. Look, yeah. Remember when you're in? Uh, what do kids like? Popeyes Chicken? Uh, uh, gummy Bears. Anyway, I like to smoke a lot of Gummy Bears when I'm uh, uh, stoned, and like people are like. Hey, you're just a pothead. You're just a pothead. I'm like, no, I'm not just a pothead. I do other drugs, too, you know? It's some way more than that. And people are like, oh, then you're an addict. You're an addict. First of all, I prefer the term junkie. You know, addict is such a term used for people in recovery. No, junkies are way more fun. Who would you want to hang out with, a junkie or an addict? Exactly. You're welcome. Anyway. Uh, okay, this one isn't... Okay, let's see if I can make this joke kid-friendly. I'm started seeing this girl, huh? Do whatever. <laughs> I have your blessing. <laughs> You're the best. Okay, cool. Uh, started um, uh, seeing this girl. Um, what do you call a friend that you? Wait, no. What do you call a friend that you fuck? Like, what's just a friend? What's the word for that in English? Fuck. I in Hindi it's called uh, before marriage you fucking disappointment. No, anyway, uh. <laughs> But, uh, like, I've heard the term friends with benefits. Like, I thought that was created by the Justin Timberlake movie. Anyway. Uh, but I've been seeing this friend, um, and um, she recently started a porn account. Uh, a porn other account. And, uh, yeah, and um, it's uh, weird, because, um, like, it's not like, oh, you're fucking a porn star. No, that's very different from, like, fucking a girl who just has a porn account. Like, there's a reason she can't break 250 views. Like, <laughs> But, um uh, but it's become come to the point where, um, like, instead of, like, you know, asking for, uh, instead of her sending me nudes anymore, it's her, s- like, linking her recent Pornhub video. She's like, ah, this is better than what I expected. <laughs> this is, you know, like, this is kind of, you know, like, it's, like, it's it's cool, but, you know, it's for the world to see. But now, whenever I, like, want to, like, compliment her back, I just send uh, screenshots of the Pornhub comments. Be like, ah, like, that's, like, uh, that's... You know, it's it's poetic sometimes, you know, and like instead of it's not uh, what you it's not it's better than you expected, but you know, it's for the world to see also. Anyway, uh, I had some bits, ba 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 bits, ba 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 bits. Let's pull up the old phone because I'm unprofessional and not a real comedian. I don't think you knew that. <laughs> okay, uh, I started. Uh, I ordered DoorDash so much that I started salivating at the doorbell. I, Pavlov has come full circle. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying to quit smoking by masturbating every time I want a cigarette. Um, so far, I've avoided smoking 542 times in two days. Okay. Anyway, uh, I think that's all the bits I had prepared for you. You guys have been wonderful. Uh, your kids are gonna be awesome later. Their kids are gonna be out. Aw- they're awesome now. But thank you. I'm whole. <laughs>
0: Yay! The savior of Muni Radio. Soon you'll be able to listen on any device, not just your Android like you can now, but on an iPhone. You'll be able to download our app and have access to all of our amazing podcasts that are all over. And the, your next comedian, he's been coming here for years and uh, he's changed his name so many times, it's hard to believe. Put your hands together for Case Coney!
6: Happy Saturday, everybody. Good to see you. I got my fan base here. How you guys doing? Right on. My name's Casey. Um, I'm very famous, by the way. I'm very, very famous. This is, uh, I know the owner. I know the owner of this place. You wouldn't believe it. She loves me so much. I'll be honest with you, man. Comedy's not been going great for me. can I be real with you? I, I, I need you right now. Like, uh, I, you know, my wife is like, "Where's this thing going? Like, really? Like, I never see you anymore. Like, sometimes I don't know if you're actually doing comedy or just cheating on me." And I'm like, "You don't." <laughs> I could be hanging out with Pam. You don't know. <laughs> it's just tough, you know. Like sometimes I'm just like, "Where are my dreams going?" I know. Like this, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like my dreams are. I wanna get a dog. Do you wanna get a dog? No? But you're like you're like fifteen years old. You can get a dog. Okay. He might not be a dog guy. I'll leave him alone. Um yeah. Uh let's see, what did I want to talk to you guys about? Let's see, kids are in the audience. SLUTs. Let's talk about sluts. That'd be fun, right? No, um, I'm not going to talk about sluts. I'm going to talk about white girls. Uh, I love white girls. I have one. She's really great. Not tied to, the like, a radiator or anything. Just She's, uh, she's in my trunk, actually. <laughs> no, uh, she's at home willingly. And uh, I don't know. I, I noticed that one of her main fears in life is just af- being afraid of being considered a basic bitch. Like, she's constantly worried about it. Like she's like, should I wear this denim jacket or is this really basic, right? Should I get this plant? I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. Like being basic isn't a bad thing. You didn't do anything wrong, right? Why is that so bad? Like, do we have a live, love, laugh poster in our house? Yes. (laughs) Do we have way too many decorative pillows? Of course we do. Do we have pumpkin, you can add any word after that, yes. Yes, we do. (laughs) Cody and Kyle can attest to my pumpkin-scented soap. We definitely have that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's so bad. I'm really grateful for my white girl. I really really am, Uh, despite my name and my, uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, Uh, I'm half Asian, but I was raised by an Asian, I'm sorry, I made eye contact with you as as soon as I said that. Uh, Thanks, Mom. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad you support me. See, maybe my comedy career is going someplace. <laughs> um, no, I grew up with a uh, with an Asian tiger mom. That's that's just who she is. Whatever you imagined in your head, that's it. And uh I uh I remember just thinking like, "God, please, please please give me like send me a white girl. Send me a white girl that like will listen to my feelings and has Big boobs and a bigger heart. Please. Please, God. I need some mercy. Please send me an angel who will let me come on her face. Please. Please, God. And dreams come true. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I was nervous that people wouldn't be on board for that, but that's (laughs) that's fun. Um, I have a lot of friends that don't get laid, and I'm not just talking about myself in an imaginary situation. Uh, I have a lot of friends that don't get no. Uh, <laughs> and um, white guys that don't get laid, I I, I love them, but um, they they're like a special type of person. Like um, I, I notice that like they have a, a lot of like pent up anger, and and they don't know where to direct it, so they do things like listen to Joe Rogan and just use his opinions as an outlet. They'll just be like, these college campuses are insane. Have you heard about this? And it's like, dude, I don't think it's about the campuses. I think think someone just needs to touch your body. Like, you can chill out. It'll be fine. You know what the hard thing about talking about sex at the beginning of your 10-minute set is? Is that nothing I bring up now after that will be nearly as funny, I think. Like, is there anything funnier than sex? Me? I'm funnier than sex? Thank you. Thank you, fan base. Hey, by the way, man, I got an Instagram. You should follow me. You can be my 239th follower. It's a real privilege. <laughs> um, now this has been a lot of fun. I hope you guys have a nice Saturday. I don't really have anything else to talk to you guys about, so I think I will stop wasting everybody's time. Thanks a lot.
0: Never a waste of time. Casey Koenig. Yay. Hey, talking about Instagram, you can follow Mutiny Radio's Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. Please do that. And I don't know what it means or why people do it, but I think it's important. And uh, thanks for donating and helping the station out because, boy, do we need it. Uh, your next two comedians aren't here yet, but one of them is. So we're going to move right to Korthy Morris. Really, I'm, safe. I'm
3: safe. Sad I'm
7: sad. Gone and I'm How y'all doing today? Oh, sorry about that. How y'all doing? That's good. I had the same problem as KC. I brought my lady and kids, cause shit, she thought I was cheating. <laughs> she like, what, bitch? You going to see in San Francisco? So I'm going to do comedy. You know, and don't worry about the custom with my kids. You know, they know them grown people words. You know. And I tell him, if you say it, I'm going to kick your ass, okay? <laughs> but I'm feeling good, man. You know, I'm originally from Detroit. You know, nah, well, I kind of look at Detroit as in San Francisco, you know, like Detroit's like cold and guns, and San Francisco's like sun and fun, you know. You do have a homeless problem, though, you know. <laughs> we- <laughs> Once I was downtown San Francisco, I seen a guy shoot heroin bite a sandwich and finish off the heroin all in one stroke like it was amazing like he bit the sandwich shot the dope the needle was still hanging in the arm you know what i'm saying bit the sandwich again and finished it off i'm like wow that takes some talent that's not the only bad thing every time you know, I meet somebody and I tell them from Detroit, they treat me like I'm from a third world fucking country or something, they do. As Soon as they meet me and I tell them I'm from Detroit, get to asking me crazy questions. You know, is it really that bad over there? Over there, it's the same fucking country. You ever seen anybody get shot? Have have ever seen anybody get shot. Yeah, I've seen somebody get shot, but you don't ask nobody no shit like that. You the police? One time I had a police officer pull me over. Soon he seen my ID was from Detroit. Got to ask me crazy questions. Said, you ever been to jail before? I said, no. He said, come on, man, don't lie to me. I said, because I'm from Detroit, man. It's crazy, man. You know? And um, you know the world getting crazier. Um, I don't know if y'all heard a little while back, a guy killed a mountain lion with his bare hands. Come on, give a guy a fucking round of applause. Come on. <laughs> We don't celebrate excellence anymore, man. <laughs> All this social media and shit, man, come on. If he was in Africa, he'd be a fucking king over that shit, man. Did you imagine that? he have like three goats, some cows, a chicken, eight wives. You know, as America, he probably had like two weeks to be back to work, you know? <laughs> My boss called you up while you in the hospital. Yeah, man, I seen you on the news. You ain't looked that hurt, you know? <laughs> We're going to need you back to work next week, you know? Kind of a little worried about this next one, but if y'all can't tell, <laughs> I'm a real nigga, you know? <laughs> I can't, I keep it real all the time, man. I do, you know? And anybody can be one. I see you looking at me like, me? Yes, you too, man. You can <laughs> be a real nigga, man. Just certain stuff you do, you know? Like, if you get into it with your girl to go hang out with your boys, you a real nigga. It could be Tuesday, you know, Taco Tuesday. I walk in the house. Come on, man, you cooking tacos again? Come on, man, I'm out of here. (laughs) As soon as I get outside, yeah, I got like three or four hours, fellas. Y'all thought I wasn't going to be able to do it, huh? Just start an argument for no reason, man. I'm a real one, you know? Uh, I take my vape pen to church, you know? I don't think it's a sin, you know? It's from the earth. I'm a real one. Um, they got all this body wash for man, dove for man and stuff like that. I don't use that shit, man. I use dish soap. <laughs> Come on, man. Tell me when you was a kid that ain't how you made bubble baths. I'll be in there just squirting that shit. <laughs> I might be dry, but I'm clean though, you know? Straight smelling like palm of sunset breeze. <laughs> clean as hell, man. Um I think I'm gonna leave you guys with some, um, cause I'm getting a little older now. So I think I got some of that old man wisdom, you know? Don't really make sense, but you know, just wisdom. Like, fellas, we need to start moisturizing our dicks. We do. You don't get out the shower and not lotion up. You don't know how hard it is to explain to a woman that you don't have an STD and that's really eczema on your dick, you know? <laughs> I'm like I do, It's not an STD. Trust me. That's eczema. It's just dry. Shout about uh, he got eczema dick. <laughs> not you. A, <laughs> you and some girl phone, man. You know. I said the world's getting crazy, man. It's kind of crazy if you mention the president, you might get into a fight. You know, like I don't <laughs> like. You know. I fucking love him just because he's a boss, but I hate him at the same time. You know, I don't know politics, but just you go off of what he says. Like, I don't know, they killed some guy recently, and he said he's fucking dead, like a dog. I said, wow, the president is gangster. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I see you got the light. As soon as I brought up Trump, you hear that? Do do. <laughs> Get his ass off of there. He's talking about Trump. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so um, it made me kind of racist, you know. Everybody's racist now, you know. But I'm racist for different reasons, you know. Like, I hate white women. And just because you like to pet everybody's dog, you know, you don't do that in Detroit. You walk up to, oh, my God, he's so gorgeous. What is his name? Just putting your hand all in the dog mouth and shit. I hate Indian people. I do, you know, just because y'all do like this when y'all talk, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it means, like, it be pissing me off. Y'all seem so happy, man, I don't know what it means. Like, I can't even do it right, you know? Um, I hate Mexicans. I do, man. They make all the hard work seem easy as hell. You ever told a Mexican about a hard <laughs> You know, this is my last one. I hate black people, I do. Um, just because everybody else does. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't have a better reason than that. Uh, That's my time. I appreciate everything. Thank you.
0: Clap wildly for Korthy Morris. I hope you come back again and again. That was great. Uh, Yeah, four open mics a week here at Mutiny Radio. Mondays and Fridays, 6 to 8, Tuesdays and Saturdays, 4 to 6. Thank you so much for being here and bringing your family. You're badass. You're very, very funny. Welcome to San Francisco. You're an ex-comedian. He's a stalwart here, a very handsome, handsome man. Uh, also very funny and intelligent. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans.
8: Oh, man, I was just about to do my kid-friendly material. All right. It's going to be a minute and a half, and then I'll be done. That's it. Still not a whole. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to change everything. Everything that I say, it's all pretty. It's not that bad, honestly. I'm not that bad. Uh, I uh, actually, somebody, I wear, I realize I have like eight green shirts recently. It's okay. They're free. I'm not like, but I like, I mean, I wear a lot of green. Somebody actually said to me, uh, do you wear a lot of green because you're Irish? Like, what? <laughs> no, I don't. I wear a lot of green because it's sassy. I have emotional problems because I'm Irish. You know, those are very different. All right, we're trying a new wording in that joke, and I like the other one better. (laughs) Uh, What else? Uh, I uh, watched a lot of TV as a kid. Anyone else watch TV? Yeah, watched a lot. Uh, I like to say the TV was watching me, too, because because nobody else was, and it makes me feel better. You know, like... (laughs) it was like a parent it was like the parent really um my parents were busy you know they had they worked two jobs it was fine i came out all right right yeah we'll see you at the end of the set we'll see <laughs> we'll decide that later uh but i did i watched a lot of tv i watched a lot of movies i loved 80s movies because that's when i grew up uh but something lately has been ruining a lot of these 80s movies for me and it's uh rewatching these 80s movies yeah they are <laughs> They are all so bad. Like, I wondered if I was a dumb kid and then it was proven to me by Teen Wolf. I was like, wow, I like this. (laughs) I was like, it is not a good movie. I was not smart and neither was Michael J. Fox. Yeah. You can't blame that on the Parkinson's. That was pre-shake. You know, that's, oh, too mean? Is that? (laughs) All right. He's rich. He's fine. All right. He's probably eating stem cells or something. I don't know what they put in his breakfast shake in the morning. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, it was, they're all pretty bad. I mean, I watched Back to the Future during Thanksgiving. Uh, I caught that one again, right? It is a bit problematic. It is, it's got some issues. Uh, First of all, let's agree, it's a family movie, right? It's supposed to be a family movie. It's about a young boy uh, whose best friend is a weird old man for summer. That's his best friend. Like, how did that go down? How did they become friends that pick up basketball? They're both skins. One thing leads to another. Best friends forever. We got to keep a secret, right? Like that how all my man-boy relationships started. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's weird. Also, the weirdest part of the movie, though, is his mom repeatedly tries to make out with him. Like, that is, that's a linchpin of the plot. He's like, well, you can't be born if you fuck your mom. He's like, oh, I really want to, though. So hot, you know? Leah Thompson was good looking, what can I say? You know? Uh, yeah, that was uncomfortable to watch. Really because I was watching it with my mom. That <laughs> was Yeah, and her number one comment for the movie was, you know, if you went to my high school, I'd date you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whew, this is This is why I don't call you more often. This is, you say shit like that. <laughs> uh yeah, my mom's a weird lady. She uh my mom smokes a lot of weed, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, she does. Uh, we, we're from Texas, though, so it's not like as you know common there. Uh, so I was definitely when she told me, I was a little taken aback. You know, it's different than my friends for sure because my friends' parents told them, "Hey, don't smoke weed," and my mom told me, uh, "Don't smoke my weed." Okay. <laughs> like, Leave the cookie jar alone. No, seriously, it's in the cookie jar. Don't touch (laughs) the. The cookies are in the fridge. All right, don't eat those. Those are not the right ones. All right, I was high a lot as a kid. Is my point. (laughs) No, actually, she was she was safe. She was like an adult about it. Uh, the one weird thing about like our talk though, our drug talk, uh, was that she smoked in front of me. She like smoked the weed in front of me. Like she didn't say like, you want to do something that would be irresponsible parenting. But she was like, if you want to understand how it works, this is like, I want to educate you. And I want you to understand like that. We don't go do something stupid and smoke out of a Coke can or something. And I did eventually, but you know, (laughs) sometimes you don't have an apple, right? (laughs) It's like, we're unhealthy kids. This is America. We don't eat fruit. We drink soda. That's like, she got my high school. was all chips. <laughs> Candy bars. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> she smoked in front of me. So I got like a nice demonstration out of one of these big talks, these conversations that you're supposed to have with your parents. Right. But I, it, I was a little worried because like the next week she was like, uh, this week we're going to talk about sex. And I was like, whoa, we're not doing demonstrations now, are we? Like, cause that, I do not need that. Yeah. I do not know how to make that last part funny. (laughs) My mom, like I fucking, sometimes she would just say shit and it's like impossible to get it out of your head. And, uh, like it would just pop out periodically at the worst possible time. So like I was on the bus one day I was in junior high, it was like seventh grade coming home and like, this is Texas. So there is no like positive sexuality. Like, there's no sex positive in Texas, all right? It's like, you jerk off, you're a fag. What? No, that's, how does that? happen? I don't understand how that means that. That's what, okay. Anyway, so uh, some kids were like saying, you jerk off all the time. I was like, no, I don't, I don't. Besides like, masturbation is a perfectly healthy activity. I was like, yeah, that was my mom's comment. Uh, although I did tell them, that's what my mom said, which was a dumb, <laughs> that was a dumb thing to say. If you were wondering if I got beat up in middle school, I did not, actually. I did not uh, because I knew how to hide. So, you know, they can't put you in a locker if you're already in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. That was a pussy. That's my point. Um, I do get worried about the future sometimes. Like, uh, like is the economy going to crumble? Are like, robots going to be our overlords? Will incest porn just be porn eventually? Like, is that... <laughs> Is that where we're going? Like, is it gonna be like, you're gonna be the weird one in the future if you don't have sex with your sister? Is that like, this guy doesn't fuck his sister. What a hetero. You know, cause that's gonna be an insult eventually. That will be, anyway. Yeah, smear the hetero. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue. I did get beat up a lot, actually. That was a lie. Uh, You know, I was thinking about premarital sex. I grew up in a really, like, Texas, it's really religious, right? And uh, so there's a lot of weird ideas. Premarital sex, the aversion to it, is one of the weirder ones, I think. It's like, I don't understand how you just, like, it seems like a pretty pivotal part of the relationship, right? It's like if you were hiring a pilot, but you never asked, like, you ever flown a plane before? (laughs) You're like, you know how to land this thing? You're like, oh. you're like, don't. I guess I'll put it on autopilot, you know? Because mm, that's how autopilot works. It's a dildo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> do we go up? Do we go down? Can you go left or right at all? You can't do any of those things. Okay, cool. All right, you're fired. Um, uh, that's a good analogy. What else? I think I am done with porn. I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I finished it all. I think I got through all of it. I put the work in. I put the hours in. There's some weird stuff out there, but I found most of it. <laughs> so some of that stuff you do not want to see again. I'll finish with this. Um, I, uh, my name is Kelly. It is a girl's name. Yeah, I think we've all fucking figured that out by now. Uh, so I did get made fun of a lot in school. Uh, people were always like, are you gay? Are you gay? <sighs> yeah, homeschool sucked. It was <laughs> It was bad. All right, that's my time. I'm Kelly Evans. This is Too Short. Thank you.
0: Kelly Evans yeah Kelly Evans he's so funny like all his jokes uh hey everybody if you're in the room or listening out in the world you only have six days left to apply for the mutiny radio comedy festival 2020. It's uh, March first through seventh this year. It's going to be seventy-five podcasts and live shows all in seven days. It's going to be crazy and super fun. So definitely apply for that and apply pressure to your hands while you're slapping them together for your first lady of the evening. It's Lalita D. <laughs>
9: Hi, everyone, I'm Lalita D. Uh, so my wife also thinks I'm cheating when I do comedy. And I said, I'm going to do comedy. And she's like, well, you know, that makes her nervous. Uh, but then I always send her pictures of the lineup, and she knows she has nothing to worry about. <laughs> I have not been around this many men since middle school, I think. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's great to be here. Uh, first, I'm doing a set in San Francisco. People like to comment on my accent, you know? They're like, oh my god, your accent, it's so cute. And uh, and I'm like, uh, my accent is cute, really, because I work out like four days a week. Uh, my accent is cute. You know, I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, do push-ups and stuff. And really, my accent is what you're commenting on. It's like, okay, whatever. I don't think that's a compliment, but OK. Uh, so my accent is Dutch, which I know <laughs> some of you don't really get helped by that information, because when I was first in the United States, I went to get some furniture and the guy in the warehouse says, hey, your accent, it's cool, what is it? And I said, it's Dutch. And he said, oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, how are things uh, over in, uh, down in uh, (laughs) Pennsylvania? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm from Holland, the Netherlands. Uh, Our national color is orange. uh, Because of your guy in the White House, we're going to have to change that now. And sometimes when people hear I'm from Holland, they're like, hey, okay, I know someone from Holland. Do you want to meet them? Yeah, if I wanted to hang out with Dutch people, guess where I would live? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, Pennsylvania, keep up, keep up. So uh, yeah, Holland is uh, is known as a very progressive place, a socialist even. And I think socialism gets a really bad rap in this country. Uh, I think uh, it does, uh, but it's okay. I grew up with socialism and, and we had stuff. We had stuff like uh, free healthcare, we had that. We did, yeah. Uh, but I know, uh, but I was at a festival last year uh, and uh, and somebody bounced up to me and handed me a flyer and they're like, Do you want to learn about socialism? And I said, oh, well, you know, the thing is, I grew up in 1970s Amsterdam, so maybe you would like to learn about socialism. But they didn't, they they did not. (laughs) They did not. Uh, So, um, yeah, a little bit more about me. I think it's important that you all know that uh, I'm a mom and I conceived my son the way God intended. Uh, I was lying on my back with a man in the room next door with a porn magazine and a cup and then when the doctor came to put little fish inside me i was listening to a motivational insemination tape and i had to imagine the sperm being like really strong swimmers you know get there and the funny part about that story is that my son now actually is a really good swimmer so <laughs> if you were gonna go down that route you should get a A tape that encourages sperm to, like, make a lot of money from mom's retirement, that would just be uh, much better. Uh, One of the things that uh, really bothered me about being pregnant was people going, Oh, you're pregnant. Do you know what you're having? And I'm like, I'm 39 years old. I know what I'm having. It's a motherfucking baby. It's... I don't know, I did not have a gender reveal party because, uh, well, being a lesbian, I was hardly going to celebrate the possibility of having a penis inside me. (laughs) 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 Ew. Ew. (laughs) Ew. People think queer women are different from straight women, you know, and uh, and queer women are not different from straight women at all. I think queer women are exactly the same as straight women, uh, just you know, with orgasms. I've been Lalita D. Thank you. Yay, Lalita D. And you have a
0: time down to the second. You were like exactly four minutes. You're like professional. That was great. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. Uh, it's uh, lovely to meet another another lady comic. It's so unusual. Uh, we have two more dudes, surprise, on the list. Uh, but they're, surprise, but they're not here yet. So uh, I'll go up and do a set since you're all here. Yay, me. Yay. Yay, I'll run around and do this And I too have a vagina. Yeah, but I'm going through menopause, so it doesn't really work anymore. It's um, it exists. It's down there, but like nothing's happening except that I think it's grown teeth because it's like screaming for dick all the time. And not and not like in a sexual way. Just in that like I'm constantly around uh, good-looking young men, and what I've learned about stand-up comedy is that you're encouraged to stare at them when they're on stage. I love comedy. I'm encouraged to stare good-looking men it's the same reason that i love world cup i love watching football because then i get to watch hot 26 year old men actually make their goals like they're literally making goals they're like scoring points doing things that they mean to do great no i love i love 26 year old men i actually sexually harassed my mailman The other day, I think. I'm blaming it all on menopause. Uh, He was walking down 20th Street over here, and he's the mailman there. And he's, I like blondes. He's this cute blonde. He's probably about 26. And it was a warm day, so his mail shirt was open, and he had like this wife beater on, and he had this little thing. He looked good. So I stopped him and I said, I hope the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. And he, like, kind of, like, smiled and looked at me, and it was like, uh, and I kept walking, and I'm like, I just sexually harassed the male man. Yeah, uh, menopause is here. Uh. Uh, the only good thing about menopause is I'll never have another abortion. <laughs> it's- right nothing's coming also my underwear have never been happier like i can finally wear sexy underwear because nothing's going to happen to them it's like oh you're going to spend 40 dollars on a pair of underwear i'm not going to wear those they're going to be covered in like weird blood and goo not anymore (laughs) Uh, it has it's been my last period was August 7th of 2019, and it's so funny, but there's the thing, when every time you go to the doctor, the doctor always asks you as a woman, when was your last period? And for years, I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know, two Thursdays? I don't check I don't Checking the under, dirty underwear, like, where's the blood on the underwear? Like, how did I, how long ago was it? I don't know. But now I know exactly when that period was because I'm waiting I'm like how many months before like the elevator or the shining opens up between my legs like there's got to be more it doesn't just not just you don't just finish and that's it you don't just it isn't just like up oh, that's it you're 45 you're done there's gonna be some like horror story some weird bloodbath that I'm gonna get to experience excited about that no I I, uh, I love feminism because um, finally women get to objectify men equally. All these years are like, don't objectify women, don't object, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I can objectify men now, we can objectify people, yay, yay! Like, anyone's ever gonna stop that. <laughs> Back to that um, hot mail carrier. You know, the way he was dressed, he was asking for it. Like, wasn't he? He was like, he was practically showing me nip, you know? <laughs> like, Come on, sexy young guy, get with it. I do. I have been. I've been. I've been sort of sexually harassing uh, men. There's a bartender I work with. He's a bar back, uh, and I call him Eye Candy. His name is Austin. I'm like, hey, Eye Candy, and I, I, I walked up to him the other day and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I really should apologize if me being overtly sexual makes you uncomfortable. And he's like, No, I actually kind of. I find it kind of flattering. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, I do too when I'm catcalled on the street. Uh, No, there's a difference between catcalling and complimenting. There's a big difference. I live in the Tenderloin. I know. I was walking home, and a nice gentleman said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. (laughs) That's a compliment. That's a straight-up compliment. Thank you for saying that to me on the street. Like, hi, what's what's going with you? Uh, That's a thank you. That's the answer. Uh, another guy said, um, oh, yeah, got a nice fit on today. Oh, I'm wearing an outfit. I am fit. That's a double entendre in complimenting, catcalling. I don't know. Uh, I try not to wear skirts in the tenderloin uh, because one gentleman said, oh, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Okay, that's catcalling. <laughs> like, that's that's I see the difference, I understand the difference. Also, why do you wanna smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird, like why do you wanna, why do you wanna smell that? It's weird. Uh, it's, it's cat, I, I also understand cat calling because I got a cat, a new cat, my old cat died, oh, sad face, I loved my cat Spike, he came, he high-fived, he came when I called, he smoked pot, he was the best cat that ever catted, <laughs> may he survive in the firmament forever, that might have been why he got the brain tumor, it might have been all the pot he'd been smoking for 16 years with me, but my new cat, Zerdon, A, hates weed, ugh, and it, he doesn't, I get the cat, call. I'm like, baby kitty, baby kitty, come here. I love you, baby kitty. Come here, baby kitty. And then he like shows me his asshole. I'm like, you're showing me your asshole. Get over here. You're so fuzzy and beautiful. And then I chase him down and I pick him up without consent and I turn him into a baby and I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I understand cat calling, That's all I'm saying. I, I've, been, I've been picking up things without consent lately. <laughs> 26-year-old boys and cats, meow. <laughs> That's good. I'm blaming it all on menopause. It's all of the, the estrogen used to suppress all these testosterone feelings that are real. Ah! I love, I love being a 14-year-old boy. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> it's um, Yay. Okay, that's my six minutes. Look at that. I meant to do six, and I looked down, and it's exactly six minutes. Um, well, fucking yay. There were supposed to be two other guys, but they didn't show up, so... Boo for them, because uh, I gotta go to Bender's anyways. I got I got an extra shift to t- pick up today, so this works out for me. I'm gonna go cook at 8:06 South N S. Bender's uh, counter offers inside there. They're two of the sponsors for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, which is amazing. Uh, and you can apply now. In fact, I think you did apply. Yes, awesome. Yay! Well, um, thank you all for being here. If I mean, I'll put the music up. We'll all talk for a sec. But if these guys show up, we'll give them, but. A- pre-signed no-show up. Come on, Maurizio. What are you doing? Uh, All right. Thanks for being here. Yay.
10: riding community law tigers watches over riders if you're injured in a motorcycle accident we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too we're by your side every step of the way with the law tigers you never ride alone if you're injured in a motorcycle accident call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com the law tigers California's motorcycle lawyer here's law firm llp 180 from circle suite 300 sacramento california 95834
4: and gold Cadillac with the white
11: material I drove it up here.
12: And I started to do some
4: thinking. On the and I'm I a really, really good
13: time. Flat black black big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon too. On the freeway.
11: I am a total crony Lori frog. is
3: absolutely right. I am Teddy, <laughs> various,
11: and adolescent. And I will cut
14: Handle the Blake. room Shit. Henry! Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report.
11: First Major Ohula She makes some accusations in me. I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch all the movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman!
1: I'm Michael Spiegelman.
11: And I am Carl not Spiegelman.
1: Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for the
0: Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days. Over 50 comics from all around the U.S. And you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival. Coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now.
10: That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
9: 499.
12: Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill.
0: Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only 35 a month. Business packages starting at 75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today.
16: Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink.
10: half the number of presents that all your friends are getting that that's you know it's you about relative zero. it's about re- but so uh, it- everyone's dietary needs they don't
0: I'm going to be recording a commercial right now once I get this frog out of my throat. throat) Hey! Wow. You got to experience that. That was fun with me. Here we go. Choosing some Cuban music. I don't think that's going to be it. Brazilian leather gay bar. That's what we're looking for music for. This is all too light for me, but it's classic Brazilian. No, it's not the right vibe. Nope. I want something super upbeat. Come on, Brazilian. Nope. That's good. Okay, pause. All right, here we go. All right, everybody. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ space who is welcoming and good to all people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue undeserved communities in the use of our space. We're El Rio on Mission Street. all right
15: of being a spy
0: one take benjamin strikes again
15: entering Sing si district prison old inmates of the jail welcome new prisoners in the sky white clouds are chasing the black ones away white clouds and black have drifted out of our sight on earth free people are huddled into the jail hard is the road of life Having climbed over steep mountains and high peaks, how should I expect on the plains to meet greater danger? In the mountains, I met the tiger and come out unscathed. On the plains, I encountered men and was thrown into prison. I was a representative of Vietnam, on my way to China to meet an important personage. On the quiet road, a sudden storm broke loose and I was thrust into jail as an honored guest. I am a straightforward man with no crime on my conscience, but I was accused of being a spy for China. So life, you see, is never a very smooth business. And now the present bristles with difficulties. Morning. Every morning the sun emerging over the world its rays against the gate but the gate remains locked inside the prison the ward is shrouded in darkness but we know outside the rising sun is shining. once awake everyone starts on the hunt for lice at eight o'clock the gong sounds for the morning meal come on let's go and eat to our heart's content for all we have suffered there must be good times coming Noon, in the cell, how lovely it is to have a siesta. For hours we are carried away in sound sleep. I dream of riding a dragon up into heaven. Waking, I'm brought abruptly back into prison. Afternoon, two o'clock, the cell door opens to let fresh air. Everyone raises his head for a look at the sky. Free spirits haunting the sky of liberty. Do you know your own kind are languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice, without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill. But without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel and white salt.
13: Black Plastic is the show you're tuned into in this station that's coming to you from the Mission District in sunny San Francisco's Mutiny Radio.fm. Please keep a listening.
14: Brave you are, but I am afraid of waiters. Somehow they always end up telling me what to eat. But once, at least once, was I a hero. The scene is one of those restaurants that isn't responsible for your hat or the service. The waiter is a determined, independent gent who doesn't take orders. And printed right on the menu next to the blue plate special I'm about to order is a gentle warning Positively, no substitutions. Positively? Well, let's see. Waiter, I think I'd like to have this uh, special dinner here. Yeah,
13: what do you like to have? Uh,
14: Let's see now. Uh, uh, It says uh, a dollar and a half uh, tomato juice, vegetable soup, roast beef. Do I have to take that tomato juice? Can I have uh, pineapple juice instead? No,
13: we haven't got it. Um, that's the bill of yeah. It's made up that way by the chef, and I have to I wait. Mean, but have you, you got
14: some, uh, uh, let's see, any other kind of juice? Nope, only tomato juice. Only tomato juice. Uh, vegetable soup, you got any uh, consomme or anything like
13: no, that? No, no, vegetable soup, just the way it's on the bill of fare. Vegetable soup, huh? I don't like vegetable soup. Well, uh, I can't hurt that if you don't like vegetable soup. You eat the roast beef and pay a dollar and a half just the same. Could I have a, could I change the
14: soup for some uh, fruit salad? See, I got uh, some custard. Oh, wait, 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 no, wait just a second now. All right, now the roast beef. Uh, with carrots and peas. Uh, can I change that to string beans? No,
13: carrots and peas. That's the standard.
14: Oh, but carrots and peas. I don't like carrots and peas.
13: Oh, then you eat it without carrots and peas. Or oh, what other vegetable can I have? Uh, nothing. Eat the potatoes. Double portion potatoes. Uh, d- uh, can I have any vegetable? No. Can I have a salad? No. No. No salad. Hmm.
14: Uh, what flavor ice cream you got?
13: Vanilla and chocolate.
14: No strawberry?
13: No strawberry, no. Not today.
14: Well, what other dessert? You have any?
13: Oh, vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Either you take vanilla or you take chocolate or do without it.
14: No, but look, Mr. You're taking my time away. No, 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 wait, just a second. I I want this dinner, but I can't find anything I like on it yet. I don't like tomato
13: juice don't like tomato juice. You don't like no soup. But you like the roast beef. Yeah. But you don't like no carrots and peas. Right. You want ice cream, but you don't like the vanilla ice cream. You don't like the chocolate. If I could have this dollar
14: and a half dinner with tomato juice, I'll even take tomato juice. Yeah. Nice consomme. I got no consomme. All right, all right. All right wait, wait. Roast beef with uh, string beans and french fried potatoes. And I'll even take the ice cream. No, 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 no,
13: nothing, to it. What? Either you take it, to your. Ask the chef, maybe... No, a- no, I don't go in the chef. The chef's gonna run with the kitchen knife after me. No, 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 oh, no. Sir. Can't you change it a little bit? No, nope, no, nothing changed. According, that's the standby, and that's all that's to I'll work on according to schedule. The what? According to schedule, that's a schedule for me. What do you mean, it's a dinner? That's all right, but for me, it's a schedule. What I've got on here, I've got to sell. I can't sell nothing else what I haven't got on there.
14: Well, maybe he's got a lot of, p- of pineapple juice oh, i got to get rid that. of this stuff first, eh? Well, what, are you trying to get rid of it on me? Well, if you don't dig it, somebody else will. Uh, i don't have to eat. Yeah, but... You're here to serve me. Yeah, but... I want you. this dollar and a half dinner, but I want to make a couple of little changes. Ask him about it. No,
13: no, Could you no. take the carrots out and only peas? No, the ca- carrots and the peas is together and takes two men to pick the, <laughs> pick the carrots out. Then when I bring the peas, you want the carrots in it. I don't like carrots. I can't stand it. Don't eat them, it's Just pick out the peas. Take it or leave it. <laughs>
3: Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper (laughs)
17: you <laughs> still Sentí todo mi dolor, sola y llorando.
13: Black Plastic is a show you're listening to on Mutiny Radio.
6: I'd like to present the next group, beginning with the pianist, Wynton Kelly. <clears throat> the bassist is Paul Chambers.
8: Drummer is
6: Jimmy Cobb. On tenor saxophone, John Coltrane.
13: On trumpet, Miles Davis.